the country's already so polarized as it is, and then pushing people away based on the you know what party they might have, and not acknowledging that people have different different upbringings, they have different backgrounds. You know, don't necessarily make them a bad person. They just means that they, you know have different views. Hi, I'm Josie Jun, and I'm Emma Zafari, and we're two juniors from Los Angeles, California. The truth is, we lead our everyday lives existing in an echo chamber. The people we talk to, the things we learn in school, and even the news we read merely reinforce our beliefs. Leading up to the 2020 election, we watched as politicians, adults, and our own peers all took sides on divisive issues and villainized those with different beliefs, to the point where civil discourse seemed impossible. In the following discussion, Emma and I brought together teenagers from all across the country with diverse political views to discuss one of the most pressing issues our generation faces, labels and stereotypes. So to get a sense of where everyone stands, are you more left or right leaning? I used to be like a heavy right leaning, but I decided to read up on a lot of issues and I decided that uh, human life is worth more than the economy ever could. That is why I lean left now. So I'm pretty socially progressive and fiscally more libertarian. I'll fall under more of a libertarian view, even though I list myself as conservative. Like for me, I guess the best candidate would probably be what Reagan was doing during his time as president. Are you necessarily like anti-Trump? No, I, I completely agree with everything that he has done. Do you think a partisan bias exists in the media? I mean, I live in I live in Northern Virginia, and I'm currently going to a community college. And generally, most of the teachers are left leaning. I find myself being careful with how I write certain reports, in that I don't use my views too much in what I'm writing. See that in itself is an issue. A liberal in a suburban conservative small town in Texas. So I mean, I, I have to do the same thing he does. What I find myself even more concerned about in the future being like quote unquote canceled, anything of the sort just because you don't hold as left values or like you don't conform to what the standard might be in, you know, 10 years. I go to a pretty liberal left-leaning high school. I don't know many conservatives there, but the ones that I do know, they are judged purely based off of their political views. And I think, you know, there's there's times where we do have to, to separate that. It's like, I still hope that I can have a conservative friend that's like a good person. You know, it shouldn't just be an argument. It should be a conversation that should get to some sort of a re- resolution or an understanding of both sides. Perspective comes based off of the way that you grew up. Going off of that, do you think a person should choose their friends based on similarities in beliefs and political ideology? If, if the person's like, you know, anti-LGBTQ, doesn't believe they should exist or something, fine, don't be friends with them. But I've seen like some people say like, oh, I'll never be friends with a Republican. It doesn't make a difference if we choose to go out to pizza. Those things are very different and we should be able to respect each other as human beings first because that's what democracy is about. When it comes like human rights and stuff, like I'm not going to be friends with you if you don't agree that certain humans should be allowed to have certain rights. Do you think the pervasiveness of politics in the media is perpetuating the partisan divide or helping to bridge it? If people are unwilling to listen to the other side's point, they will never learn. I would never have learned what I know now and what I believe if I hadn't started listening to other people. Because when you stick your fingers in your ears and only listen to people who agree with you, you end up forming incorrect opinions about other people. Do you believe that America is the greatest country? And kind of separate from that, because I don't think these two are the same. Are you proud to be American? 
feel like the country doesn't even love me. That's the thing. I'm obviously not white. So, I mean, a lot of people, like, they're going to look down on people who have darker skin than you. I think it just all depends on where you come from. I know one friend, he's a black millionaire. I know people who are Asian. They've gone to Harvard. They've gone to Yale. I don't necessarily think that it's a color issue. It's just about where you came from. But it is a color issue because you had to mention that he was a black millionaire proves that he was the exception. I found that in the Asian community, it's a lot of like very pro-American sentiment. I am very grateful I live in this country. And I think there's not one definite greatest country. Like we can't call America the greatest country in the world. I can still be proud to be an American, but I can admit that there's still room for change. While we may not have reconciled political polarization with one conversation, we hope that we're one step closer to constructing a world where we don't lead with our hasty assumptions, but with a genuine understanding of one another. From Teens Fine Middle Ground, we're Emma and Josie.